Welcome to the Three Priests Walk in a Bar podcast. This is Pastor Lou. Our sweet baby Nick is, uh, I'm not sure what he's doing, but he's often around the world somewhere doing work. He's married now and he's got a real job and so he's busy. But we wanted to gather together to celebrate a little bit of our five years and we came to a special place that my family loves to come to. uh, The Alpine Chef in Fredericksburg, Virginia. It's located in the historic train station. So you may hear some trains pass by as we record today. Uh, we're here with the owner and uh, chief chef pretty much too, right? Yes, um, Jonna Kornig. And uh, we want to just spend a few minutes uh, thanking him for opening up his restaurant to us, uh, sharing a space with us so we could get together and celebrate. Tell me a little bit about yourself and how you got into uh, becoming the Alpine chef. Um, I had... Uh, in Germany started uh, a job anywhere really coming out of school so applied everywhere and um, you know I played in a hardware store applied and uh, as a lifeguard applied in a hotel and hotel was the first ones who called me back and gave me a job as apprenticeship so uh, the apprenticeship uh, in Germany used to be very what I call or what my chefs with there with me here call old school. It's uh, there was no rules. Oh. It was you know you show up for work, you do your job, and then you go home and do it again. You know so uh, so I trained under some some uh, nice chefs that showed me a lot of stuff, uh, showed me the basics and how I can expand on everything and. Um, uh, always wanted to open a restaurant. Yeah, always uh, uh, wanted to have my own stuff and. Um, uh, that training was for uh, three years, and um, after those three years, I went to uh, to a couple places in Austria and Switzerland, cool. you know, and toured Europe a little bit. Um, and uh, when I came back from those, I uh, uh, at that point, my my f- uh, father actually had opened a bar, and there's uh, a bar, but there's there was not a lot of food. It was mostly drinking. Some people having, you know. A little bit to eat, you know, mostly bar snacks. So I wasn't really into that. Um, And uh, I uh, left home again and um, got uh, uh, a job here in Stafford. Um, uh, It was a sister restaurant from the old Europe in uh, Washington. And uh, it was the uh, Rhine Garden here. Oh, sure. Yeah, Yeah. I know that. I've never been there, but I know the reputation. Yeah. So I kind of bounced back and forth uh, between those two restaurants, uh, um, wherever they needed me. And um, uh, the uh, head chef there left, uh, went back to Germany, and the owners came to me and said, well, you're it. (laughs) So couldn't really say no. Have fun. Yeah. So so I changed a couple of things up, you know, made it my own over the years, and... uh, 
uh, made some great people in the kitchen. Sure. And, uh, yeah. uh, most of the people that I had there still are here to this day. You know, this awesome. was almost 20 years ago. Wow. So. wow. And then, and then you, there had been a previous place here, a Bavaria chef. Yeah. And and then um, were you working with them? Or, yes. And then they kind of like said, well, we're ready to change and you yeah. took over yeah my uh, uh so the 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 owner from the Rhine garden always wanted to say okay i want if i get out of here you can have it you can have it and after being there 15 15 14 15 years i couldn't wait any longer so yeah. i was like okay gotta do something um at this point the bavarian chef opened up here with uh, um now my good friend jerome and uh, uh, he was looking for a five-year plan, so he said to hire the chef so he can run the other store, and I run this yeah, here. For folks that don't know, it's a it's a very popular restaurant in the Charlottesville area off of 29. Yeah. And it's been family-run forever. So I think it's 45 years. This 45 year. years, and that's an awesome place, too. Very nice family. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I got to meet the family, you know, and I got the... Uh, I saw his daughter growing up and going now to college, you know, yeah. so, um, and he, he then got into this when, when the, the food truck business, when that popped yes. off a little bit. So he started a food truck and had the other restaurant and he just didn't have time to come up here and said, you know, go ahead, buy it. You know, you pretty much run it here. I'm never here. So, um, that took about two years and, um, uh, my wife and I, um, as we were poached from the other restaurant from him, you know, just said, yes, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll do, we'll do it. And it was about a two-year process, and this is how it started here. Well, the quality is as good, if not better, and I love Thank your you. food. And it's and you've mixed up the menu a little bit. Yes. If, if you're a long-time uh, patron as I've been, you notice those kind of things. Tell us a little bit about your food and, and for those that have never been here, what they can look forward to. Well, we have uh, traditional German stuff that you find in almost every German restaurant. And I say that because I always look at German restaurant, their menus, their website, and I'm looking for new ideas. But 10 out of 10, we have all that stuff up here. So we have the traditional uh, schnitzels and we have pretzels and we have sausages. Um, but when we when we switched, we expanded it to Europe, you know. So that's why we kind of went from Bavarian to Alpine because, you know, you got French Alps, you got yep. Belgium Alps, mm-hmm. Italian Alps, Austrian. Um, so we added uh, um, some of the uh, uh, stuff that I like to cook with, you know, um, lamb. And uh, we put a lot of fish on there because some people like to eat lighter yep. now, you know. So um, that's that stuff that... I just try and expand where there's like no horizon. Yeah. I can, you know, we like some Tuesdays for uh, our uh, corned beef specials, as we call it, Ruben special here. Sometimes I put uh, gnocchis on, you know, it's Italian, it's Italian Alps, it fits the, the profile. So we do the whole Alpine region. And you have some uh, crazy drink specials here too, because I follow you on Facebook and Instagram and I see like the Bloody Marys and yep. everything. Tell people about your monster Bloody Marys. Well, well, Sundays we Sundays when we have brunch. Uh, yeah, we uh, we decided to do. We want to do a, a liter of Bloody Mary because everybody has <laughs> unlimited. Everybody has. Uh, um, if you don't have unlimited, you get <clears throat> you get a, a, a nice size glass with it or a pitcher. Yep. And we said, well, we'll have liter mugs, so let's put it in a liter. Well, 
One of the chefs that I told you earlier about, he's with me, you know, for almost 20 years now. He comes up with all kinds of crazy stuff. So we put our head together and said, why don't we put our pork shank on top? So you get a two pound pork shank <laughs> on top uh, for a liter of tomato juice and vodka. So, it, it is awesome uh, to see, man. It is huge. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's and uh, uh, that's what we that's one of our popular dishes, uh, drinks on Sunday. And you have um, you do have a bar for folks yes. that haven't been here before. Um, the on tap you have a selection of German beers. Yes. Um, and uh, what's your favorite German beer for you? Well, my favorite, my my personal, I like Pilsners. You know? Okay. I used to drink uh, uh, Hefeweizen and wheat beers and all that, but you know. Gained about 30, 40 pounds, and then we had to stop. <laughs> so so yes. now I went to Pilsner's. I know you're a little lighter, yeah, yeah. You know, but um, we have um, uh, 11 beers on tap, and uh, um, 10 of them are German. We do have, because my wife is Irish, we have Guinness on tap. Yeah, that's a good move um, with all the Marines around here. That too, yeah. And then we have one uh, American um, in a bottle. We have an IPA in a bottle. Um, but everything else is, uh, is German, and we are now actually... Couple months ago, started selling them in boots too. So, oh, yeah. so you get small boots, you get little boots, and then you get the original one, the two liter one. So, yeah. And so, so you're a Paps guy, is what you're saying? <laughs> well, I mean, if you want to call that a Pilsner, sure. <laughs> no, I'm joking. It's an old joke that we always share about Paps stuff, you know. Anyway, uh, so so um, also tell people about your desserts <laughs> because those are very special too. That's why, like, my family comes here a lot for the birthdays and yeah. anniversaries and stuff it's yeah. it's often the place I choose to come for my birthday yeah well we have we have again the tra- traditional ones so we have the black forest cake uh, we have the uh, apple strudel we have um, uh, German chocolate cake we have the Austrian uh, flourless uh, chocolate cake the sacher tort um, but we also have carrot cakes you know we have we kind of like cater to everything we always have specials I actually a month ago, we hired a, uh, a trainee who wants to be a pastry chef, so that will come awesome. right along. So she yeah. will put new in, uh, uh, new ideas in it, and um, and of course we have, like I said, we have specials um, every every week. We have our German cheesecake, which is compared to New Yorker cheesecake, not as sweet, um, so it doesn't have a um, a ton of sugar in it, so more lemony. So that's you know, well, we we stick to the traditional stuff. Sounds good. And uh, what was I going to say? Oh, like I wanted to ask about um, for folks that that are listening, you have also like seasons, like your asparagus season yes. and other things and hunt season and stuff. Mm-hmm. Tell folks about that because that's got a pretty special menu every time you do yes. that thing. Yeah. So we have um, we have uh, uh, a few seasons that we do. Obviously, now it's Oktoberfest. So, you know, we we kind of run that for two weeks after, you know, everything is done and over with in Germany. Um, so we run that through uh, um, Halloween, and then um, uh, this year on the 10th of November, uh, uh, we start our wild game season. So that's a good one. So yeah. we have anything from duck, rabbit, uh, wild boar, venison. Nice. Um, and we kind of like play around with the fall stuff, you know, with uh, uh, fall vegetables and all that. Um, Christmas, we always have a, um, uh, and New Year's always have a, a good. Um, special menus but my favorite season of all is the asparagus season um it brings in the spring brings in yeah uh, uh, a traditional uh what they have in germany strawberry and asparagus season yeah uh, it's it's good time to come so. mm-hmm. yeah yeah um 
Well, we're going to take some pictures and things to share online yeah. and everything, and hopefully you'll get a picture with us, too, when yeah. we're done here. Of course. Do you guys have any immediate questions? Um, Nick's been here with me one time for lunch. We had a meeting here. Um, this is his first time, mm -hmm. so I'm looking forward to sharing it with Father yes. Adam Great. and hear his feedback. Uh, any last things you want to ask or anything? You good? You've been, he's, Father Dick's been, for those at home, not able to see, he's been stuffing his face on our it's huge true. <laughs> pretzel. pretzel from, uh, it's yeah. what, how big is the, we just got the Oktoberfest pretzel. Is yes. that two pounds? That's two pounds, yeah. Two pound pretzel <laughs> that we're sharing. We're breaking bread because that's what yeah. priests do. We actually um, had a special one, uh, special order for a catering event uh, in a brewery and they had a 10 pound. Oh, so, that's right. Was that in Strange Ways or where was it? Uh, it was uh, uh, G34 Brewery. G35. Yeah, where's, yeah. Where's I think it at? is. I think it's in the uh, Lorton area. Okay, yeah, because yeah, I, I remember seeing a picture of it, mm -hmm. but I don't remember where it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They I mean, actually had to put two uh, sheet trays um, and <laughs> put them together. So and you offered to do that for other people. Oh yeah, oh too, yeah. So I need about a week. If, if week you need an anniversary pretzel or a birthday yeah. pretzel or do any a size. new baby pretzel, there you go. It's another <laughs> another adventure with with the uh, Alpine chef. All right. Well, thank you very much what we're going to do is we'll go ahead and uh order our dinners and everything uh and we'll let uh sweet baby nick sorry you're missing this but we'll catch up with you guys in a few minutes all right <laughs> all right we're back we had a pretty good meal oh. um, what, was, what was your favorite Did well you have a favorite? I, I like the schnitzel quite a lot but those uh, little meatballs were off the chain yeah, so what they called? What are they called? Uh, you remember? Something German. German meatballs. <laughs> the German meatballs were excellent. Super good. Yeah. Uh, Father Nick, what'd you think? I Thumbs mean, it was, up. It was great. Yeah, good, good, uh, good German food. We all got schnitzel of some sort, right? right. You got the pork schnitzel. I, I got the pork schnitzel. We had yeah. veal. Right. Well, we're here because it's uh, kind of a celebration for us. It's been five years, uh, four years of a podcast, five years of of. Uh, meeting with folks and doing Theology on Tap in general. Um, it's also the end of Oktoberfest, so that's a good place to go for a German celebration. Right. And then, and then uh, wait for it, Father Adam. Reformation's just around the corner. Reformation Day, your favorite day of the year. Well, So what do you, what do you think of the Reformation, Father oh, Adam? Oh, it's just a bunch of 95 feces. <laughs> <laughs> So basically, see, I always would have thought that you would have liked the Reformation because it was trying to reform back to the origins of the, of the church. And you know that you are the church. But Brother so Martin why? just tripped on the Masoretic text. <laughs> and, 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 and. So we could, there still could be hope for us, Father Adam. Well, you know, the LCMS is almost orthodox already. <laughs> Uh, there's so many things I want to say, but I have some right. LCMS friends. So That's a shout-out to Father Roger. Yeah, Father, <laughs> Father Roger. to an LCMS uh, church? Sadly, no. Right, so he has <laughs> he no idea what you're talking but, about. But he never has any idea what he's talking about, so that's right. But... Um, <laughs> But uh, so so we've talked before about like you know it's an anniversary issue uh, episode so we won't you know we've talked about like our favorite episodes before what was was there one that was your favorite still have you had any clarity now that we're in our five year anniversary 
I mean, I guess what I would have to do is go back and listen to them and see which one and which one I didn't get interrupted as much <laughs> as all the others and was actually able go to get, ahead and see if you can get, get a get a whole idea or a whole argument, uh, you know, out there before the heckling uh, began. <laughs> uh, now I'll tell you, I'll tell you one that I really enjoyed was at the um, uh, <coughs> six. Bears, Six bears and a ghost. That yeah. was fun. Yeah. Yeah. I, I enjoyed that one a whole lot. Oh I don't think I've ever laughed so hard on a podcast in that one. Me and Father Lou were hurting ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I would. One of the things I enjoyed was getting to meet Sarah Welsh with Walsh with her uh, "Come Pray with Me" podcast, mm-hmm. and it was it was super fun that because was, it, was was inter- it was inter- it was interfaith, <laughs> which always <laughs> makes always makes Father Adam a little shaky. But Very don't memorable. you know don't don't get all riled up, Father Adam. We're in a public place. Um, but uh, what what's been your favorite part about doing the three priests events? I was wondering about that as we gathered today. I was just remembering as I was looking through old photos just randomly, and I saw several of the memes, or or, or not memes, I wouldn't say, but uh, the Facebook... The jokes and things the, we pass around. Or the joke uh, Facebook ads that we would put up for, for our uh, live gatherings yeah. or whatever. Uh, we, there was a stretch there where we got really creative before I got busy, and it was just... Basically, Father Lou creating like uh, Facebook content, <laughs> uh, you know. But but there was a stretch where. So you're saying I'm not creative? No, 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 no. <laughs> you're the yeah, one that's that... when it all started going downhill. <laughs> it all started going downhill, and then... but there were some very creative, uh, silly little little Thank ads you. that that we put up for our uh, like the one with the astronauts. Uh, uh, the three of us as astronauts. Uh, oh yeah, you created uh, something with that. Did I do that? Yeah. It was there. There was just several of them that I was like, man, there was a stretch where we were all putting a lot of content out uh, in, in, to advertise the live uh, broadcast or the live uh, live events, events. Yeah. and even podcast releases. Well, even even the names and stuff, we try to be creative with a little bit, yeah. have some fun with it because we're not a serious. Uh, podcast kind of theology thing i mean i mean we've had people that said it's been helpful but it's not like right that's not our main goal i think i think like the um favorite thing about part of this is the organic way it's happened yeah um you know it really is just like we could just as easily just like we had the restaurant um owner here you could have had anybody come in the room and we incorporate them in very easily that's how it started with Iron Horse and everything. And uh, met a lot of really good business owners along the way oh, yeah. that have been very generous to us. We, we do not uh, have them feed us for free. We don't, uh, you know, do theology for food. We're not but, um, And for some, <laughs> <laughs> and for some reason, that's none just of donuts. Them, donuts, <laughs> that's it. None of them has ever offered to give No, food. no, no. We're not that worthy. But uh, Well, they saw me come in and they're like, we're going to go out of business. <laughs> but I, I also think it's like uh, you know it's been a lot of good friendships along the way, um, not just our own. But, to uh, answer the original question, I think my probably favorite one, and I might have answered this one before in another podcast, but when we went to Haley's uh, Honey Meadery. Oh yeah, you said that you loved that one. Yeah, that was just yeah. there was something about the the dynamic quality that uh, I can't remember her name, but uh, that she brought to that, and uh, the fact that her description of what they do like was probably like two thirds of the whole podcast well that was the most educational because that was new to all of us yeah it was it was fascinating but 
all the all the uh, particularly after the pandemic when we started visiting on purpose <laughs> breweries and things to try to uh, just bring some notoriety to them. Uh, like Legends was super uh, hospitable to us and everything, and even after the fact. Um, I think I shared it on our Facebook page, but like I got a private tour and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, it was, it's nice to have those kind of friendships. What do you think you're most uh, proud of regarding this podcast? Oh, without Father a Nick doubt. is already <laughs> laughing. Father Nick is already laughing. What are you most proud of? Without a doubt, I turned your nephew Orthodox. There you go. Yeah, I got something for Orthodox. Father Adam. Um, and, and we do call it, you know, he's like, I treat him like a nephew. Uh, yeah, he, he became Orthodox. Um, that definitely, you know, but that's part of that, which I told you a long time ago, you Orthodox keep hiding away like you do, not want to talk to anybody like most of you don't. Um, how are people going to know what you believe? So, but, uh, you know, I, I applaud that, not because, like, I'm happy about him becoming Orthodox, because who would be? But, but, but because, you know, it's like everyone's on their own journey and you got to find your own way and hopefully the spirit's part of it and I don't know what he you know I think it's supplemented what he was already searching for he's he's a big reader and stuff like that and I think that's uh, with a lot of folks that have come in there they've found things you know I mean we've had uh, we mentioned it before we've had seminary students say that they learned some things they never learned in seminary but I think it's because we're pastors they're actually in the trenches like working um we've had uh at least one day a week at least one day a week (laughs) and um maybe five the next only half a day Um, (laughs) but then you have like different folks that have also uh that did not have a strong faith or any faith and they've found stuff too so i think there's a lot of things we can point to i was surprised like i would say father nick do you got something you're proud of before I say what I'm thinking, I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know if this is a pride, but I'm, I'm thankful for the friendships. I mean, the, the deepening of our friendships, yeah. with, with one another, but the, also the friendships that we've been able to make along the way, and meeting and getting yeah. to be part of Sweet Baby Nick's life too. He's That's not right. here today yeah. only That's because right. of his obligations, but he's here in spirit. Yeah, um, he'll be editing this, and uh, I forgot about him. You know, <laughs> oh, I, I, I caught, caught you slacking, Sweet he, Baby he, Nick. He probably cut out all the negative things we said about him. <laughs> <laughs> But um, you know, I, I was gonna say for for uh, for Father Nick that when you would ask her like, "What's the proudest thing?" and and that he'd probably say nothing because he probably would hope that this would be like a really academic, like highbrow, like you know, uh, scholastic type of uh, podcast, and that ain't gonna happen with us too. We're, we're lowbrow, yeah. We're the red cup of theology. You know those red cups. <laughs> of theology, right? We're the red solo cup of theology. Yeah. Um, theology but pop. but we play a pur- we play a purpose. I, I really really do think God's that's right. Us. Comic relief. Well, you know the fact the fact that we well that's not such a bad thing when we're talking that's about right. faith, right? That's because right. That's right. There's been a few religious wars of late. You may have noticed, right? And. And the thing is, like, Father Adam started half of them. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and, and the Orthodox play so well together. <laughs> but but the thing is, like, you know, it is good that there's jokes and stuff. But I think yeah. that's part of the reason why people would come to our live events is because they felt comfortable. They didn't feel like we were trying to convert them. Right. All we're doing is we're saying what we believe and understand. We and we make mistakes and we correct them as best as we're able. And but, I like to 
correct Father Luke. And he corrects me all the time, Father Nick. But, you know, what does he know? I mean, I think of you two as being like the two Muppets. uh, (laughs) Up in in the Waldorf and the... Right, yeah, I forget the names. I could see that. (laughs) (laughs) We're more jolly. (laughs) We're we're very jolly. I think it's the the Irish side of us that is cantankerous, (laughs) right? Um, Yeah, but... You know, the fact that you can have, like we've said elsewhere, um, it's a fifth anniversary special, so indulge us. But, uh, you know, we, we've had, you know, nine plus different faith traditions in the room and no one kills each other. No one yelled at yeah. each other. No one swore. Uh, we thumb our noses across the room. At each yeah, other we sometimes. joke a lot. And we may, we may have some really serious differences, um, but... We don't let that stop us from getting along. And that is so well, rare today, even in the secular world. Yeah. You know, you well, can... And it's, we're not doing church here. We're doing friendship. Right, 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 right. In a, but, in a pub-like situation. But that's a good place for faith to grow from, you know, and so you can have some folks find something they didn't anticipate. You know, there's been a few folks we had to cast into the darkness, the outer darkness on social media because they were not getting our friendly vibe and starting to try to be a little bit too, uh, oh, trying to get at people and that we can't Yeah, stand, that's just but. not the spirit of what we do. This, so, is, this is why God gave us excommunication. There you go. That's our own form of excommunication. Facebookication. So, I was going to ask you, um, what's... This, Besides our podcast, what's your favorite podcast? And now Father Adam's going to say, what's a podcast? Because <laughs> he doesn't even know ours. Father Nick knows what I'm going to say. Oh, I know. Let me hear it. Actually, I'm, I'm, well, so far, uh, it's the Lord of Spirits. So oh, the right. faith, ancient faith, right? Ancient faith. faith, right. ancient faith right. Right. He has to say that because it's the Orthodox. Here's a podcast. shout out to Father Andrew and Father Stephen. But no, it's a terrific podcast. No matter uh, what your uh, it's an ancient faith podcast, tell us more about it. Um, it's a, a very uh, Father Nick would say very inaccurate, but <laughs> it's a very brilliant uh, biblical approach. Uh, like orthodox brilliance or real brilliance? <laughs> there, there is some. I've listened. There's some good stuff. I'm sure there, there is some good stuff. stuff. Yeah, I'm sure. And, and then, then there's Stephen other stuff. And, Father, <laughs> and uh, they're they're both. Uh, Father Stephen is a is a genius, and uh, the man has more degrees than than there's room on a wall to hang. He's just so very smart, and he's also very funny. Uh, and appreciates pop culture nicely, uh, so he's not boring and nerdy. Um, he's he's. Just... Why did you look in my direction? <laughs> <laughs> the two have a fun dynamic. I laughed so hard, I snorted. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's very uh, it's it's uh, it it, it kind of rings with a lot of what I did work I did in my undergrad because um, one of my. Uh, what do you call it? My minor was in uh, Judaic studies, and so it approaches everything from an Orthodox and Second Temple Judaism, or Judaism's especially, point of view that uh, is missing in so many ways from a lot of uh, uh, biblical uh, research scholarship, scholarship and, and criticism and whatnot. Um, and it just sort of exposes like just the, the gaps in, in understanding uh, because of lack of knowledge from what you could say, uh, quote-unquote, traditional approaches to that, so that, you know, the systems of, of, of theological approaches. Um, and doggone it, they're just fun. Yeah. You know, I, I'll say, uh, I mean, uh, 
I, I'm very sympathetic with uh, some of their critiques of, um, uh, you know, the historical critical readings of scripture. And not, I mean, you know, that stuff is good. It's important, but but some of the some of the confidence that comes with that that you know that uh, seems to me unfounded. Uh, you know. These guys are good at, at, at uh, pointing out that, that historical critical scholarship needs a little humility, and that there are, people have been reading these texts and understanding them for thousands of years, and uh, you know that I don't think they contradict patristic literature, patristic the patristic biblical approaches, but uh, I don't know how many of the fathers actually could speak ancient Ugaritic or, and, and read it like Father Stephen can. Which but is a, why would you need to? Because none of scripture is written in it. That's like, I, I speak Reader's Digest. <laughs> I can be a doctor now. <laughs> I speak Pig Latin. I speak WebMD. <laughs> so now I can do surgery. I think I have a good I spent a night in the holiday in. So, Father Nick, do you got a favorite podcast? Yeah, I, that, that's right. I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I know actually. you do. And uh, so, so it's a little little difficult to say. I mean, well, give us you. This, give this, us, this give three priests walking a bar one, that's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> um, I, so, I mean, just on, on, a, on purely, like, secular or whatever, I, I, I love the podcast lore, which... Um, Yes, you've mentioned that before. Right, right. Which, which is nothing at all like, like this one. <laughs> it's just a, a guy kind of uh, delving into the folklore, the, the stories of different areas and or different you know ideas or whatever. Uh, but I mean, it's it, it, it's huge. I mean, he even got a show on Amazon Prime, oh, a really? two season show and okay. whatever, and so. Uh, so it's it's done really well. It doesn't need my support, <laughs> right. um, but uh, but it's really it's done really well. Um, there was and, and uh, I'm going to name a few. I'm sorry, because okay, but uh, there was um, un, he's kind of created a, a kind of umbrella now. Um, uh, I don't know what you call business or whatever that that, that produces podcasts, grim and mild, and. Uh, and there's another one on there that I've really enjoyed called Strange Arrivals that's um, about uh, aliens. aliens. Yeah, <laughs> and, 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 and this, you know, the kind of UFO stuff. But, I mean, it takes it from a very kind of, um, you know, uh, critical kind of viewpoint. You know, in other words, looking at the way that, that this stuff operates within our culture, but not actually like assuming aliens are yeah, real or yeah. any of that kind of stuff. Anyway, another one really well done. But in terms of um, religious podcasts, there's one done uh, by some Methodists here in Virginia called Crackers and Grape Juice that's really good. Oh, I've heard about that. that. Uh, so I, I enjoy that one a whole lot. I, I actually haven't listened in a while, but that's just because I've, I've you know been busy with other things. Um, and uh, and then a friend of of, of ours of ours yeah um, not not Father Adam because he's got right. no friends right <laughs> James Rickenbacker who's a, a, another Episcopal priest in this diocese the diocese of Virginia he's got a uh, podcast with someone else uh, called uh, Doth Protest Too Much <laughs> uh, which is um, looks at uh, a kind of a more reformational. Uh, 
um, kind of uh, approach to Anglicanism. And, right. And that That's why I can tolerate it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I, I enjoy that one a lot. And, then, and both of those, Crackers and Grape Juice and Duff Protest Too Much, uh, have great guests. Unlike us, they bring in like scholars <laughs> and, 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 uh, and so it's a little different, um, yeah. target audience maybe, um, <laughs> cause we get a lot of people that like don't have any, I don't know, experience with faith necessarily. So right. it's a different kind of thing, but, um, death protest too much would be on top. One of my big mm-hmm. ones. Um, I think they do an excellent job. What's interesting with them is that they've been delving recently into some Calvinist mm. teachings too. But when they do pull from that, some of the people like they talk about, like uh, uh, Brian Garrish and stuff, is people that were my professors when mm. I went to a Presbyterian oh, seminary. Yeah. So it's kind of cool for me because it brings up a lot of old memories and teachings and things. And yeah. and I think uh, recently they've been going through uh, Calvin's Institute some. Mm. Uh, James has been publishing some, uh, posting mm. some things about it. And I mean that, even, even though I, I'll tell you that Union Presbyterian Seminary in Richmond was very, very good about allowing me and Methodists and Episcopalians to focus on their tradition. Mm-hmm. But you did get exposed to Calvinism for sure. Mm-hmm. But I think that broadened me uh, in my abilities to interact with folks that were coming into my congregation. Because if you live in Virginia, you got a mishmash of people walking through your doors. And it's helpful to understand these different traditions, even if you don't agree with certain things, to at least be able to understand what you're really talking about. Not that Father Adam would care. Yeah, I don't understand anything. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, any others that you want to throw out there? Yeah, real I mean, quick? just just real quick, uh, maybe a couple others that uh, worth naming is uh, the Mocking Cast. This is the podcast of Mockingbird Ministries. Oh yeah, well, Mockingbird of, Ministries is really good anyway. Yeah, yeah, I, that's I, right. Never heard. Um, of them. So this is Dave Zoll, who's at. Christ Episcopal Church in Charlottesville. Some excellent books from him. Yeah, oh yeah, he's got great ones out there. Uh, most recently was, um, what was the name of the most recent? I, I just read it, uh, I think back in the spring. Um, anyway, uh, but the one before that, Seculosity, was really good. Um, and, uh, and this most recent one, which I can picture the cover in my head, but uh, the name is, I'm, I'm two beers and the name's escaping me. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was but, trying to look uh, it up quick, but I couldn't uh, figure it out. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, so his, his stuff in general and Mockingbird, which is their website is the letter M and then B-I-R-D, mbird.com. Uh, it's, it's just a great place for looking at stuff that kind of brings together pop culture and the gospel. Um, so, But they draw a lot from Luther, too. Yeah, that's uh, right, that's right. Theology yeah, yeah. as well, so um, that's, why, that's why they're better. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, here's one that you're probably not going to like. Uh, and actually, I haven't listened to this one in a while, so I don't know uh, if, if anything recent's been good, but, but I used to listen more often to... Um, Pints with Aquinas, <laughs> <laughs> which is which is a Roman oh. Catholic uh, podcast. I, I I should say that um, just because I like it doesn't mean I always agree with what the guys on there uh, necessarily are saying, either the guests yeah, or the sure. host. Uh, of course, yeah. I, I can sometimes because. <laughs> It maybe leans. I, I wouldn't put it squarely in the rad trad kind of camp of, of um, 
of Roman Catholics, but it leans traditionalist, and, yeah. and so those are my favorite kind of Catholics. Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> so, look, Pope Francis is a legitimate pope, right? He's he's not illegitimate. Uh, Vatican II was not illegitimate. Like, it, it, whatever Father it was said, both it, unfortunate. It, it was. It was. It wasn't an ecumenical council, no matter what they say. It was the whole church. Wasn't it was. There, that's so. true. It was right. super interesting. Some of the social media posts with people from the Catholic background, traditionalists particularly, mocking everyone else, saying how God's spirit was leading them for this election, da-da-da-da-da. And then they get Pope Francis, and the same ones are now saying how bad it is and all this. Oh, well, we need to, we need to, say, we need to talk at least for a second about the synod and synodality, uh, because oh. what, what I love about this is... Uh, here you've got Pope Francis saying, you know, moving in a, a conciliar direction, you know, let's, let, you know, instead of it just being the voice of the Pope or the voice of the magisterium, let's bring in the bishops, let's bring in even, you know, have the bishops listen to the people in their diocese and bring the concerns, whatever, which, you know, obviously I think is, 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 is great, but now you get, uh, and I'm, I'm going to maybe, well, no, no rad trad uh, Catholic listens to us, so I, I don't this need to worry true. about this. Unless uh, they're uh, spying. Uh, right, <laughs> about, about ticking anybody off. But the rad trad Catholics are, are now saying, um, rad trad, by the way, for those of you who don't know, just it's short, shorthand for radical traditionalists. Um, the rad trad Catholics uh, are now saying, you know, Pope Francis is, is essentially a Protestant, and he's trying to bring us into Protestantism. He's trying to make the Catholic Church Protestant. We're not Protestants. Uh, so clearly the Pope is wrong. He's the Antichrist. We need to break away and return to an earlier form of the Church, which is Protestantism. There's also Orthodox, which is, you know, anyway, most uh, earlier form. So, uh, well, that's why I was talking about how you should love the Reformation. Because yeah. <laughs> it brings you back to the original church. It's, a, it's an Ouroboros, right? It's a snake eating its own tail. <laughs> well, I, anyway. for, for my theology choice, I chose Death to Protest too much as well. I really enjoy the guests they have. It's a wide variety of things. Um, um, some that I listen to driving around town that are not necessarily, you know, not religious at all is uh, you, just for fun. You may like uh, Detours, which is um, Antiques Roadshow. I like that show. I admit it. Um, I do too, actually. Uh, it, it's just like it's something when there's nothing else on. <laughs> Nick is yawning. So, but it's because I like history and yeah. you see like the things end up open it up to history so on that that podcast what they do is they give the story behind the story mm -hmm. uh sometimes even when they make big mistakes on yeah. estimates and stuff but the, it's more about history which i like um speaking of history you may um it's more of a massachusetts thing uh the 250th anniversary of the american revolution is coming up and so they got this thing called revolution 250 mm -hmm. wide variety some are scholars some are people reenactors some are people that just doing some kind of research on their own so it's a wide variety of things um yes focused a lot on massachusetts because it's a consortium of of the revolutionary things up there but um well worth your time to even if you just pick and choose a few that you like. Um, more on a religious note in general is history from the Old Brick Church, which is, do you guys know oh, St. Yeah. Luke's? Uh -huh. yep. Yeah, a Lutheran pastor I know from down there um, is uh, involved with that, and he ends up 
Um, St. Louis Square. It's down in what county is that? So it's uh, near Smithfield. Yeah. Um, southeastern Virginia. Um, anyway, uh, because of the nature of this historic church, which is not used anymore, but it's more of a museum, oh, they they will uh, talk about a lot of the things dealing with early religion in the United States, and so that can be very interesting to see how we got here. Um, in fact, when we did, Nick and I did uh, things on the 500th anniversary of Reformation, we had a speaker series and a couple of people did just that, talking about like what it was like back in the early church of uh, the United States. Um, and, uh, and, and then I watched and listened to some spy-related things. I always enjoy that stuff, that intrigue stuff. Um, so I wanted to try, this is an anniversary. Unfortunately, Sweet Baby Nick's not here. Um, as you're editing, don't listen, Sweet Baby Nick. <laughs> um, there is a gift preach you. Like a, when we had our last live thing, I told you that I didn't have the money. I couldn't get it right then. Mm. I was pretty broke. So I got it now. <laughs> this is one for each of you. It's not an icon, but one might think it's like an icon. It is a. It it is a it is an artist rendition inspired by the Richmond Vampire, which we talked about in our episode at, at Legends Legend, Brewery. Yeah. That's right. And what is the beer can? It's a Pabst. It's Blue a Pabst Blue. beer can. So for those that don't get to see the picture, I'll post it on our uh, Facebook page. But it's. It's basically with a a, pair, a beer can with a uh, vampire's bite out of it, and it says underneath it, the Richmond Vampire Strikes Again. And so I thought that was a nice, I got one for you too, Sweet Baby Nick. I thought that was a nice memorial of our of our podcast, of our friendship, of our unofficial endorsement from Pap Spear, which we never got a dime from. And it's a great way of saying we suck. (laughs) (laughs) But um, let me just say the the artist, I love, I I really enjoy his work. Uh, It's, as you can tell, it's kind of like funny, um, quirky sometimes, but he's really talented. He's, his name is uh, Doug Orleski, but he goes by RVA Coffee Stain. Which which Father Nick must resonate with, I'm sure. He likes his coffee. But he he is a published illustrator and graphic designer. He lives in Richmond. Um, He he graduated from Christopher Newport School, uh, Luter School of Business. Um, And really, as the website for him says, you know, a lot of his inspiration is from just his walks around Richmond. I remember, I think he did a, you know how in the South, I mean, this will probably shock some people in other sections, but in my neighborhood, sometimes it's this way too, but I've seen it in Richmond, like chicken bones left everywhere. (laughs) So he'll he'll, he'll incorporate the weirdest little things into his art. But he's the one that drew the chicken bone. I think he was, yeah, I think. Um, But um, but he's, he's got a lot of uh, really insightful things. He's got some stuff for some of the graveyards in Richmond right now because Halloween's coming up and everything. So check out his uh, website at rvacoffeestain.com. Um, tell him that the three priests sent you. Um, it, it is well worth your time. I enjoy following his social media because even there, the, I, I I get to smile a little bit. It's really nice. And and I've been out of Richmond now for coming up five years in January, so it's nice to kind of think about our time there. Um, after five years, anything you want to say to our followers as we wrap up? 
Father Adam hates you. <laughs> Unless you're Orthodox. Well, I'd love to say thanks for the memories, but that that, that sounds like such a final thing. But we're not we're not wrapping it up. We're just uh, kind of busy. Yeah. So we haven't well, been able to be as regular. Fiber helps with that. That's <laughs> it does. But only if you drink a lot of water along with it. Right. Any, right. Anything you'd like to say to our beloved listeners and people who have participated? Oh, where do I begin? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so read Aquinas. Lou's <laughs> uh, always wrong. Lou's <laughs> always wrong. Read Aquinas, and I will say thank you. <laughs> because I pre- we appreciate your participation. It has been a lot of fun having these live events and everything. And, uh, and, and for the few that bought us uh, beer on uh, by Priest Shapiro Day, we appreciate that too. But but it's been fun just being with you guys. Um, as Father Adam was alluding to, we're, we've all been getting a lot of stretch, stretched pretty thin. You notice probably that the uh, we've been kind of hit and miss with things. Um, it is, uh, you know, Father Nick's got a baby. Uh, cause, of course, he has coffee to drink. He has to make time for that. I mean, he was late for today. That's the way it works. Father Adam, he's busy doing Orthodox things. Not sure what that is, but that's what he does. And and uh, I think he's done making but babies. It, but it's, but it's he, the only right way to do it. It's the only right way to do it. And then, and then sweet baby Nick is married. He's got a new job. He's running around. He's maybe thinking of a doctorate. Oh, that reminds me. He... He had a favorite uh, podcast that we probably should remember. It was called Naked Bible Podcast. Yeah. That was the one he really liked. Do you remember that? I, I, I do remember him mentioning that, it. but I, I kind of feel I like guess, if he's not here, he doesn't get a song. Okay. <laughs> Pretend we didn't mention that. But I want to ask you, um, you know, uh, he's been busy. He's thinking about getting a doctorate in Old Testament. What is the bet? What is the percentage on him becoming a pastor? Oh, or priest, uh, depending on. I lay heavy odds. Okay, so what's heavy odds? Mm, gosh, eighty-six percent. I don't like even. Okay, we'll do, we'll do percentages. Okay, eighty-six percent. Eighty-seven. Eighty-seven. I don't know. I do think. I I think once he gets into like a program, assuming that he moves forward with that, that they, he decides to do that, and he's in a program. I think that he'll lean. He may never. He may never be like, say, the the head pastor of a church or something like that. But an educator. But 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 still be ordained and educating. Yeah, I, I could. I definitely think uh, something like that. Well, I think, but I think once he gets in a program and he's yeah. surrounded by other folks who are. Well, when he's done with his 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 doctorate, he'll just simply go on to an Orthodox seminary <laughs> and become an Orthodox priest. Well, with I, wicked cool hair. I, I think it's super high. I think I think ninety percent's not too far. And um, I think that uh, for sure he'll get the doctorate. For sure he'll be um, probably uh, toying with being invited to pursue ordination. I think he's a I think he's a dead man. I think he's a dead man walking. He just doesn't know it. So uh, sweet baby Nick, there you go. All right. So so in short, what we're saying is this is our. Uh, somewhat like a Last Supper episode. Uh, we don't know when we're going to be back coming up. We got to. There gotta, will be a resurrection, we, but we don't know when. We right. have to take a hiatus for yeah. a little bit. We're so on we sabbatical. Didn't, yeah, on sabbatical. We didn't whatever that is, and we and we didn't want to leave you hanging. But uh, hopefully, you've enjoyed our discussing some of the anniversary and fun. Nick, you look yeah. like you're say something. Yeah, I, I, I am. So in in the meantime, so we mentioned some uh, some other podcasts that you can be listening to. 
to if, if you need to fill this uh, void. Yeah, this void. But also uh, a, a couple things. I mean, one is that uh, I've got uh, a YouTube channel. And, you actually uh, post things on it? It's, it's been a little while, because again, I've been busy. <laughs> if you're having but trouble you sleeping. But there's a bunch of old stuff on it. And my own kind of, uh, the audio goes up as a podcast, separate podcast. So uh, search for um, notes, from, uh, notes from the Undercroft uh, to find that. Uh, if you're having oh. trouble sleeping, listen to Father <laughs> Nick speak. Oh my gosh. I think our waitress is falling asleep. She just walked in the room <laughs> and had to bring coffee. That's right. I mean, you know, Father Nick preaching is tough. Uh, anyway, um, I, no, the, actually, so it's not so. I thought you were going to say undercrotch, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, wow. I was like. <laughs> That's uh, a, a low, okay. a low, low. Yeah. <laughs> That's below the belt. <laughs> so, uh, so it's 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 not sermons, but it is other stuff. Uh, so, so that's uh, notes from the Undercroft. If you want to search for that, and then also, uh, I'll I'll put this out here. Uh, Pastor Lou and I are both on the Virginia Lutheran Episcopal Joint Committee. Father Adams covering his ears. This is this is a. a a committee uh, that includes the um, three dioceses of Virginia, uh, <laughs> Episcopal diocese, that's the Diocese of Virginia, Diocese of Southern Virginia, and Diocese of Southwestern Virginia, and the uh, Virginia Synod of the ELCA and the Metro DC Synod of the ELCA, or Evangelical Lutheran Church of America. And, uh, or I guess it's in America, right? Anyway, uh, we're on this committee together, and one of the one of the tasks we've been given is to uh, create a podcast and yeah, uh, basically and, material for YouTube. Yeah, so uh, me that five years worth that will be forthcoming. <laughs> uh, this this will be stuff that deals more specifically with uh, Lutheran and Episcopal or Lutheran Anglican yeah. uh, relationships. And and. Uh, the one of the things that I've been busy with is police chaplaincy. I was telling these guys, I mean, I've worked countless hours extra on top of my job, but uh, I do have a podcast for police health and wellness called midnightsleo.com, and you can always check that out if you're interested in that. And, and again, I don't too, update don't that you? a lot, huh? Don't you have another thing? Yeah, I do Two Penny Blog, which is, you know, when blogging was like super popular when it first was like new, right. and, and so basically, yeah, 20 years ago, literally, you know, it was like when I became a pastor, right. um, it was just an easy way to um, share what I was writing for my congregation and have a little further reach. So that's still out there, Two Penny Blog. And, and don't um, you record some of that too, audio? I have started to okay. because it, they recently they started to have where you can easily convert your podcast into a, okay, a thing. Okay. So that's why I do it. I, mean, I, I do it as I can. Sure, sure. People still blog. They just call it Substack now and make you pay for it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But anyway, so so that's our um, sort of Last Supper kind of uh, production. Wait for the resurrection. It's been fun being with you tonight. Also, Guys. I want to remember our dear friend Mac. Mac McAllister. Oh, yeah. Have a, I'll, I'll raise a glass of water to him. I'll raise a glass of unsweet tea. That's all I have left? That's all I have. <laughs> Mac Cheers was a good Mac, who was our friend and supporter. Yes, yeah, that's good to remember. We miss him. him. 
And sweet baby Nick, you're not dead, but we miss you too. Yes, we miss you too. <laughs> and, and I think that's it for today. And thank you for joining us. Appreciate it. Take care. Thanks, everybody. Take it away, Jesus. <laughs>